This is the Candidly in Idea podcast brought to you by Monday Morning and you're listening to Tate to Tate with Deepak Kumar. Deepak Kumar, an alumnus of the Chemical Engineering Department of the Batch of 2020, is a man who needs no introduction. Apart from being the Chief Coordinator of Monday Morning, he has also been an integral member of Clarion and has been instrumental in starting the training committee during his college days. Amidst all the chaos caused by the dreaded pandemic, Deepak has managed to bag an offer from the prestigious ESEC Business School of France with the perfect amalgamation of hard work, persistence and perseverance. ESEC Business School of France is ranked third by the Financial Times 2020. We are glad to have you over here, Deepak. You didn't get into higher education based on engineering. When did you manifest this choice of going into management? when i started in my first year i had a decent cgpa right now like after like uh, currently i had like 6.93 when i got into esec uh, essentially i thought chemical would be more chemistry but it turned out to be more math and i was not into math and it was the things that i did outside of chemical engineering essentially like uh, going into monday morning and training and and starting training committee and then and debating in clarion so having managed all these things i realized that i'm actually good in management and as far as career aspirations are concerned in after the end of my second year i realized i want to go into strategy consulting or finance right so i took up my uh, uh, open elective do you guys have open electives these days i don't think so so we had a uh, we had a thing yeah. like uh, open elective where we could choose what subject we would want to have uh, across departments so i chose a couple of finance based open electives i excelled in both of them in fact uh, i reached i am in touch with the prof who took the uh, open electives so uh, he he actually wrote on my answer sheet in the mid semester that this is the best paper i've ever checked in money banking and finance so that's when i realized that okay i'm valued here and i started to drill more deep into the world of finance and and i started to read more about consulting and strategy consulting why did you choose esec france as a destination for masters in management how did you come across it so how i came across esec was uh, obviously through the rankings qs and financial times it's ranked third on both of them and then i went to the uh, esec website i researched what courses they have to offer how they are different and uh, since i wanted to go into strategy consulting there there are different tracks that they offer as well as for finance there are, there are different tracks that they offer so tracks are basically like um you uh, a bunch of courses that the college ha- has arranged for people who want to go into a certain field so there are tracks for consulting for investment banking for finance for marketing uh, so i was i pref I, i looked over the alumni i saw uh, what sort of money they are making what sort of growth that they had that they have had in the in the past and thankfully i reached out to uh, i think uh, there's a senior of ours amruta varshini she she is two years senior to me in college so she had just started in an esec so i reached out to her to take reviews and i was really pleased with what she had to say so it was a fair choice enlighten us about your preparation strategy for gmat how did you strategize your preparation for every individual section uh, so gmat basically is quant and verbal as you would have known so it ha- it is quant verbal these two sections are marked and then there is a section called ir which does not contribute to your overall score but is reflected a quant is basically problem solving and da- and data sufficiency in problem solving we have uh, 
like basically apt questions the ones you get in a cat but like a lot easier uh, straightforward very logical but like easy uh, in the data sufficiency is the part which i found challenging because uh, there are like sort of two options and you have to see you have to like check if uh, one option is enough to answer the question both are required or like even together they are not uh, enough sufficient to answer the questions so uh, you have to be very thorough with numbers you have to be very careful with numbers while dealing with uh, the quant ha- quant section has 31 questions you have 62 minutes to answer that if you have time left on quant it does not get carried away to the uh, verbal section and as far as the verbal section is concerned you have 36 questions and 65 minutes so you have less time per question for verbal like uh, the gmat is one of the most standard tests that i have seen it's a adaptive test so basically if you ha- if you are having a good test the questions will get difficult as as you progress and if you're having a bad test then by the end of the like towards the end you'll get easier questions which is not a good sign so if let's say out of 36 uh, in question number 30 you get a really easy question you get hints that oh hints that okay i'm sort of like not doing well <laughs> in that section so yeah so talking about verbal we have sentence correction critical reasoning and uh, reading comprehension reading comprehension is pretty much self explanatory you have to read a passage and solve the questions critical reasoning is there is going to be a prompt and there'll be a, a question as to which of the following will strengthen or weaken the argument so basically you'll get an argument and then you have uh, what will strengthen the argument what will weaken the argument what is the assumption that the argument makes and how do you evaluate the argument so it's very logical the third part is sentence correction which is basically uh, it, it is similar to quant right it is very objective there are a limited set of grammar rules that are being tested and you have to eliminate the wrong answers and get uh, one correct answer which so there's going to be an underlined part and you have to like find the correct answer the difficulty in sentence correction is uh, out of the five question options you will always find two or three options which are grammatically correct absolutely correct so you have to eliminate based on other not intuition but there are certain rules that gmat tests it's on almost all the important test prep books so you have to be very careful in the sentence correction section so if you master sentence correction that will fetch you the most marks because it it's once you read a statement and you have to go through all the five options it is really easy to screen like it it's not easy but it's like less time consuming you either get it right or wrong within 40 seconds then you move on uh, as far as critical reasoning and rc are concerned the only way to improve in these two are like to to read more frequently because uh, there is a very fundamental difference between uh, reading and comprehending so because it's a, it's a it, there's a lot of time crunch in the exam you have to you have to comprehend very fast so the one thing that i did was i borrowed i bought subscription for the economist magazine and uh, bloomberg's business week so these are like two standard business magazines for 6 7 months i read it and i timed myself as to how soon i can read it so yeah. the I, the thing that i followed was i i read slowly but i tried to comprehend fast so it's a it's a very deep statement actually so you have to read slowly but you have to comprehend fast take like a lot of time to study but do not study it again like if you're reading a paragraph take 3 minutes to read it in the first go but understand it in the in one go itself and that actually worked wonders for me in my final attempt i also oh, i gave like three attempts <laughs> so in the first attempt i got 618 in january while i was in college Uh, studying and like doing classes that was a bad move 
strategically in the lockdown i studied and uh, i gave i got a 700 but uh, i had my i i was offered a retake because uh, i had some technical issues <sighs> in the retake finally like i got a 730 i had been hitting like 730 to 770 in my mocks so it was yeah. very disheartening to see a 700 in my second attempt so yeah pretty much for so that's in a nutshell for reading comprehension you have to read more uh, for critical reasoning you have to like for for both critical reasoning and reading comprehension i tried to comprehend faster that is um, a life skill actually uh, for sentence correction i uh, i followed this guy's video gmat ninjas and i think this is a strategy which i would recommend to to everybody else apart from that there are uh, prep companies like manhattan prep and uh, egmat i do not know how they are but i've read reviews saying that they're actually really good so i would not suggest it but they're there uh, if you're looking for books uh, i would suggest for critical reasoning power score critical reasoning for sentence correction manhattan sentence correction bible and reading comprehension ke liye just read the magazines economist and wall street journal or new yorker or uh, business week from bloomberg what points are to be kept in mind while writing the application essays sec has three essays the first essay is basically uh, what is your motivation to uh, study and to study in sec and the second uh, essay is about talks about uh, what is the one thing that matters to you and the last thing is optional like um, uh, if there's something else you want to add to your uh, application file you can tell them there so i had about 20 days to write it after my final uh, final gmat attempt and the key to writing application essays is be very calm when you're writing it because it is a it is a sort of self reflection right because uh, mm-hmm. the education system that we have in india it will tell you how to write essays about let's say uh, the weather or like uh, the government but they will not tell you teach you how to write an essay about yourself i realize that i can actually i have a knack of problem solving i have a knack of like being objective in crunch situations and i was really honest in my application essay when i told them that i am not sure as to i want as to whether i want to go into finance or consulting but these are the two things i want to go into so while it is good to be honest it is it is recommended to Uh, like back it up with a logic so i told them that look i have the skills required to go into consulting i have i have been quite a decent leader i would say i have a good idea as to how um, as to how to solve problems real life problems and uh, i have always had a drive for finances so obviously i have not decided yet and which is why i want to go there and uh, i i thought about and i looked up looked it up as like two things one is uh, academic and was non academic in the academic part you have grades and your gmat right i had horrible grades um i still have horrible grades and uh, uh, gmat was pretty good and in the non academic part there was work experience and extracurriculars i didn't have anything for work experience <laughs> but uh, for extracurriculars i had a lot of a ton of stuff so i tried to so in both the academic and non academic part i had one thing going for me and one was not in my favor so i tried to like sell off the good thing i tried to tell them that uh, my story was that i am not naturally good at gmat or academics but i did work hard because i had like in the 6 months i had three attempts and a decent improvement so i could i, I tried to sell that sell that i tried to add it to my je story when i had given it once i had performed horribly and then i gave it again and performed well 
so that tied well and the non academic part um, i i mentioned uh, monday morning it was a crucial part of me so and they look for experiences right so we i, I mentioned about my experience when we talked when we came up with this initiative for foreign students we made a video of of their grievances i mentioned that uh, we mentioned uh, how across the years we've looked for uh, bring to bring about change i uh, also mentioned uh, the failed experience with training committee i still think it's not a failed experience but uh, it was not what we des- what we wanted so i told them that okay not all experiences are good they respected that and yeah i got it so yeah they basically the crux of writing an application essay is to talk about your experiences what you learn and think that what, what you've learned right not like so i have done this that's the end of the, that's not the end of the story there's an experience what are your um, learnings from it and that's that learning should highlight uh, that should highlight a key skill that is required for you to get into the college what message would you like to give to the gmat aspirants i can say that gmat is a very taxing thing for uh, uh, like it takes a toll on your mental health physical health because once you start and you're not getting the results it can be uh, very very uh, disheartening um i left social media for about 2 to 1 and a half months when i was in the midst of my preparation uh what i will tell people when preparing for gmat is that um uh, you don't start thinking that okay 750 se niche nothing is acceptable you do your you you sort of like give your best and see what happens on the exam day and as far as preparation is concerned take your time you, uh, if you start off today thinking that okay in the next 3 months i have to give the exam that is not an ideal scenario for giving the gmat start off prepare if you absolutely prepared only then give the exam because uh, i've seen people and i've had a very low cgpa overall i've seen people uh, very very disheartened when they don't have a good college cgpa um i'll tell them that the college cgpa although it's important it does not define you more than let's say one or two years right after college so don't be disheartened it, i i was very 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 sad when like my final grades were out so i was really sad with with it for a long time uh, the bigger picture is um, you will find a lot of uh, critics it's easy to be cynical but uh, it it takes uh, a, a big person to be optimistic so my larger message to the nitr people is that be optimistic you will you will find success massive thanks to deepak kumar for joining us and with this we come to the end of this episode stay tuned to the candidly nitr podcast for more such interviews thank you